Have you ever dreamed of a life designed by you, not for you? A life where you hold the reins of your financial future. At Become an Investor, we believe in you and your unique potential. We're a community of like-minded individuals all walking the path towards financial independence. We understand that success is crafted in the face of adversity. It's in these testing times that we discover our resilience, our determination, and our discipline. That's why we're inviting you to learn more about becoming an investor. It's not just about learning the ins and outs of real estate investing. It's about empowering you to take control of your financial future. We'll provide the tools, but the choice to act, to persevere, and to succeed is yours. Join us and start your journey towards living life by design. Together, we'll turn aspiration into reality and empowerment into success. Learn more at becomeaninvestor.com. Everybody's doing well, and welcome to another episode of our Live Life by Design podcast. Very excited to be here after a long holiday weekend. Um, so today we have um, just a uh, conversation, open mic kind of podcast on manufactured homes. And uh, with us tonight, um, we have uh, two of our community members who um, actually specialize in mobile homes. So um, they're like our special guests tonight, right? Uh, so we have Steve Campos. Hello, How are you? hello. What's up, everybody? Hello, hello. Welcome, welcome. And Miss Daniela Magniani. What's up, guys? What's up, Danny? Nice, nice. And of course, we have our amazing Huicho Medina. What's up, my people? Happy to be here. How are you, Sarah? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Thank you. So, you know, like I said, we're going to have a conversation on manufactured homes. So we're going to learn a lot. I have not a lot of experience in that area. So I'm looking forward to your stories and case studies and any insight that you guys can bring and share with, you know, all of us here. Right? Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So I don't know. I, I kind of delved into mobile homes couple few years back i guess it was um i got my start here at a with becoming an investor at a study group right that um was held and the coach or the mentor well kind of my mentor in this business now right with uh, mobile homes just said be, be a perfect copycat you know here's the blueprint right and kind of laid it out during the study group and I kind of looked at this and, you know, I mean, he, he presented some great information. He talked a little bit about everything, right? And just, and then how do you get started? Well, he says, well, you know what? I already gave you guys the plan. Go out and do it. I said, I could do this. And I did. I just, just started hitting up mobile home parks. And I think it was like 80 some mobile home parks in like three weeks or something. And, um, yeah, just trying to get my name out there. And long behold, I got called for my first deal. And the rest is history. I think I've kind of told the story numerous times, right? But <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, I, I really, really was intrigued with, with manufactured mobile homes and um, just the processes of, of acquiring a mobile home and all the nuances of dealing with different parks and, and the 
rules and regulations that different parks have um, and just trying to get around some of those things, right? And particularly being an investor, um, how do you work, you know, some of those deals with, with all the little uh, rules and, like I said, regulations around the parks even, right? So it's it's sometimes a little bit of a challenge because you don't have any control over whether or not you can get approved. They have all these different um, stipulations. Like, for, for example, uh, some parks require a credit score of 680 or above. One that I've been dealing with quite a bit within uh, San Dimas, they require a credit score of 720 or above. Mm-hmm. Um, for some people, that's a huge challenge, right? Mm-hmm. Others, they have requirements of earning three times the amount of space rent. Space rent's gone up now. Like, gosh, um, in the community parks, I think they're in certain areas, like in Ontario, uh, they're up to like 1800 and going up to like $2,000 a month. Well, wow. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, well, all these rules are just in place just uh, for the park to up the quality of the park, right? I mean, it's not, you're not going to ask someone with uh, three times rent in one of the you know, ghettoest parks in town. Hey, I'll tell you, some of those parks aren't the best looking parks and charging a lot of space rent, believe really? it or not. Yeah, wow, it's that's pretty crazy. crazy. It is. Oh. Yeah. So, you know, in, in um, it, early on in, in my career in the business, I was always told, stay away from manufactured homes. Why? Not even an option. But then I discovered that um, it wasn't so much that it wasn't an option. It was just not an option to them. Right. It was something they weren't willing to do, something they didn't want to get involved with. And I, you know, at the beginning stages of my business career, like in, in my, in my journey as a real estate investor, it was like, Oh yeah, you know, like they're right. No, no manufactured homes. Um, but then you learn, you know, as you get, as you get further vested in the business, you, you do start identifying that it's just a numbers game. It's just a, it's just another lead source. It's no different than probate or short sales or foreclosures or, you know, you, you, what you guys did, you and Daniela did, you focused on uh, manufactured homes and then mastered manufactured homes. Same way I could do vacant homes or probate, right? And then you start getting your results and it doesn't mean that you're not going to take on a probate lead, right? It's not. It doesn't mean that you're not going to take on a multifamily deal if it comes. It just means that you specialize in manufactured homes. It just means that it's one more option on the right. table. Exactly. So there is nothing different in a, in a probate, like you say. And like uh, when I start, too, they say no. Um, mobile homes, no these, no that, and no condominiums too. Yeah, no condos. I, that yeah. was the first thing I got. It was a condo. They're with that rule. I don't follow rules. Yeah. I don't think I'm on for. Yeah, yeah. On there, and another thing that I love it. I, I was away from real estate for a while when I got back and start, you know, uh, um, on the community back with you guys. And um, one thing that I love about the mobile home was the price. I right, was away from accessible, accessible, super accessible. And since I was a little rust, I was just like, I don't want to throw, you know, a hundred thousand, a hundred fifty to hold the property and, you know, uh, do the rehab, whatever it needs. So I'm going to get back with a new opportunity on mobile home. That's just what I saw. And the, the work is the same. 
Yeah. The time yeah. is the same. The management for the, the, the project is going to be the same. And if you are not careful, you are going to spend more. <laughs> right. Right. So and and it it's, you know, back to the investor idea. If it's what you like, you do it. If you don't like it, then you just simply don't follow uh, carry on with that. You Pretty know? much it, right? I mean, to Danella's point, it's just another option for us to be able to get into, right? As as a real estate investor, um, and just uh, you know, to her point, the price of mobile homes is much much. I a, love it. The price, yeah, pricing. Yeah, yeah. A lot, lot the accessibility to property. it, exactly. And, right. uh, but the profit margins are there. That's the key. Yeah, right? the profit margins are there. So, you know, you can still, you know. You can still net a 35, even in some cases, 40, 50% profit margin on a mobile home, depending on, of course, your structure and your 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 skills to get a good deal right, right. at the end of the day. Right. I, I, I did three manufactured homes. I made money on all three of them. And then I said, this isn't for me. I could, you know, I just, I just stopped. I said, I don't. What happened? I, I didn't, I didn't like it, man. Like, honestly, I didn't like it. And I made money. On all three that I that I put my hands on, but it wasn't it wasn't my thing. I don't know. Will I say no to a next one? No. If it makes sense, I'll take on it. But am I looking for them? No. Gotcha. You know. Yeah. Uh, again, like like uh, Danny said earlier, it's just another option. So now we have if we have the knowledge base, and the deal comes to you, are you gonna let it go? No. Right? <laughs> right? No. Why would you? That's what I was going to say. Why would you? If, if that's what we're doing, if if the business, you know, it's just like any other business. No business with no leads is no business. Right? That's... So if you're married to uh, tax defaults and you only learn how to do tax defaults, well, you got to be on top of your game and have leads every single day in your pipeline. But what happened if you cross with a divorce? Oh, I mean, they, yeah, they could get really interesting, right? They could get really interesting, but it doesn't, it, at least in my eyes or in my experience, it doesn't mean, oh, only because I didn't like the processes, I'm not going to do it again. You get it? Like, for me, I think the 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 number one factor that took me out of the, uh, 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 out of the game or that I took myself, I excused myself out of the game, <laughs> was the transportation side of it, the teardown uh, and transportation side. Mm. I said, ah, you know, like, I like homes because they just sit there and then, and then yeah, they don't you don't have to move you know, That's like the that. only thing other than that I made money. It, it was a great, it's a great business. But but the flip side of that, though, is you don't necessarily have to transport them if you don't want to, right? Because you could do flips in... On the park. In the park. That's exactly. what I did. In the communities. I mean. Without yeah. having to move it at, at all. So there's there's that. There's a potential for deals in, 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 in the parks, right? So you right. don't have to deal with. Because it is. I've dealt with that as well. Excuse me. The uh, the teardown. Mm -hmm. the, the transport. And then scheduling and moving everything. Yeah. And then, you know, you get some people. I want it to be. I want them to sit this way. And I want it that way. And it's like, come on, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so much you can do it. Yeah, you know. And yeah, then, no, you know, like unrealistic like, expectations sometimes. Right, right. Like the deals I got, the the properties had to leave the park. Mm. So that's that's why I'm like, oh, this sucks. Can can we just flip them here? And the guy was so shy of saying yes, 
and he's and at the end of the day, somebody came and said, "No, you got to you got to take him out." Yeah, like, and that's oh, usually because God. they're trying to make room for they're trying to make for, room for a newer. Yeah, they're upgrading unit. exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so there's and that happens a lot. But yeah, but a great business. It, a lot of opportunities to kind business. of get those things for. I mean, those that you have to pull out of the park are pennies, pennies on the dollar. In, right. In, in, in a lot of cases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to say in all cases, but in most cases. I, I got really good deals. Matter of fact, um, one of them I didn't take on myself. So I said, okay, so, you know, I'm a real estate investor. I'm very much about empowering and sharing and instilling this into my kids. I told my son, um, why don't you buy it? Right? You're going to buy a house. And he said, I don't want to move out. <laughs> you know, but I don't know. Just use your money. You know, he had some money parked. He's been playing soccer ever, ever since he's four. Um, he gets paid for every t- every goal he scores. Nice. And birthday money and allowances and all this stuff. He, he And he's not a spender. Right? He actually doesn't even use the word spend. It's more invest. Is it going to give me money back? You know? Good for him. And he did this at the age of 12. Nice. Wow. Right? So it was like, wow, cool. Not only does a manufactured uh, home business work and it makes you money, it also, so it, it not only put money in my pocket, it allowed me to expand to like the utmost important thing in my life, which is empower my kids to get into the business of entrepreneurship. That's freaking cool. Yeah. I mean, a 12-year-old to be able to buy his first piece of property or, or yeah. asset, if you will, right? So, so earlier we said accessible. Yeah. Come on. There Perfect. Right? Right? For a 12-year-old to buy. And I'm not saying 100 bucks. Yeah. yeah. He had a few grand put away. I mean, mind you, he's eight years playing every Sunday. Sometimes yes. I would tell him, stop scoring, you know? Like, I, I tell like if I was in a good mood, I'm going to give you $20 for every goal. And then one day he scored seven. <laughs> Oops. But then it started adding up. Yeah. But still for a 12-year-old to have his savings put aside and then this business, those deals being that accessible, for him to go through that experience and double his money, nice. that's great. It was awesome. But that... That alone, right? Just that experience for him, I'm sure, just kind of really got him interested. And in, I mean, looking oh, yeah. looking to see how I, I shouldn't say how quick, but the amount of money that he can make in this business, right? right? Double your money in right. one deal, yeah, yeah. Why wouldn't you get involved? Right, right. You know, That's like in huge. the industry, everybody talks about wholesaling, but they don't talk about manufacturing homes. This podcast is sponsored by Become an Investor. Here at Become an Investor, we believe in you and your unique potential. We're a community of like-minded individuals, all working a path towards financial independence. We're about empowering you to take control of your financial future. Well, how? Well, most of us got started with foreclosure leads, and you now can too. Follow the link in the show notes below, and for a limited time, you can get our foreclosure ebook. With that, we'll also send you up to 10 free leads in your local area. So get those leads. Get this book so you too can get started on your path to living life by design. Now back to the podcast. Yep. When it, it could speed up your, you know, creating your wealth and your legacy. And that's exactly where I got involved with manufactured homes, right? Because I had I had lost my job at the time. Mm-hmm. And so I was looking for something that's going to allow me to start earning, you know, much quicker than, than and, and not having to put out a whole bunch of money on right. anything that I, that I needed to work on. So it just made sense for me. It. I don't want to say I fell into it, but it just made perfect sense for it worked out the, where I was at the time in my life. And 
you know, it's, it's been a great business for me. It's been a, a great business. I, I mean, I, I, I love working with manufacturing homes. I have been in between ups and downs, m- manufacturing homes, because there was a lot of little parts of the, the process that I didn't know. For example, uh, when I started, it was a little after COVID, and the paperwork was so behind that they, I had problems with titles. And that was a little, like, bump on the road, but it didn't stop me. By the time I started having problems with the first one, uh, the neighbor saw me and I, I purchased the second one. What I also had problems because it was the same escrow company. I guess the escrow company was not <laughs> I the remember best, you saying that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're already working there when the second one came to you. Yeah, it was like uh, less cool. than a month, but yeah. it, it did happen. My luck was to, you know, buy right. I bought it was the right price because the, 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 it's what they say, real estate to make money when you buy, not when you sell. So. Mm-hmm. I was able to just wait for the paperwork to be done and it was done and it was sold and thank God <laughs> I went through that. But for me, it was a great experience. And again, it's just one more thing to learn on real estate. Right. If another mobile home, manufacturer home uh, show up over there, I already know a lot about the park that I'm working with and every park has different rules, like, you know, yeah. and then... You know, it, it's the rules, it's the age, it's the, the uh, how do I say, uh, uh, forgot the name. What do you mean? The age, like the age restrictions on the, the parks? Restrictions, or? sorry, okay. that's the word I was <laughs> looking for. Like uh, I have the parks over there, like you were talking about the the price for the the, the, the land, the lot, not the land, the space rent. The space, space rent. Yeah. Damn, what's wrong with me? They didn't have enough culture. <laughs> <laughs> the space is going up like crazy. Uh, they're going from 12 to 1,800, 2,000. Yeah. So for the crazy. space? For, for the space, space alone. Wow. And so this is why to, I, I try to stay away, like in, in my business anyway, I try to stay away from... Uh, 55 and over parks. This is just me. I'm just kind of mm-hmm. putting that out there. But I know that Denali has had success in 55 and over parks where in, yep. in the area she, you know, she. But it's a long back. waiting. It's a yeah. long wait but when you. There's you nice know, the problem. That, with, that with proof. With me anyway. No, but it's a problem. It's going to be a problem for everyone that's looking on that. This is a very important piece of the, the game that you need to learn. I'm dealing with 55 and older. The park is 55 plus it's Indian land. So you have a bunch of rules to oh, follow, wow. <laughs> and you know the the regulations change, and you need to go through every single detail before you get approved. So make sure if someone's out there and is going to look for that, always remember to put the, those dates and the timeline on yeah. your deals. Work on the timeline. Put that on on your on your XAD and your holding property, whatever you're doing. If you're going to flip on, on the park, make sure you have those numbers on your holding because that's going to add super fast. What I would recommend though is looking at, you know, because you got to understand with 55 and over parks, your pool of people shrinks drastically, right? And then with the requirements that are there, now, you know, some parks may have very loose requirements where they're not asking for a ton of money 
um, you know, for, for a retiree to earn a whole bunch of money, right? Um, or the credit score. Those are the two main things, right? Number one is what are they looking for in, in um, three times the space rent, you know, in their income? Well, your average senior doesn't make, you know, seven eight thousand dollars a month in in That's social crazy. security you know what i mean so so crazy it makes it tough yeah um and some don't have good credit scores still you know for whatever reason right so therein lies my problem with working with 55 and over parks is because you your pool shrinks down and then you have all these you know some of these requirements that are out there now i know where daniela was working at it was a little easier you know she didn't have some of the restrictions that i came across early on in the business and that's why I was like, you know what? I'm staying away from those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So you're saying the restrictions for 55 and older are a little bit like tight. I don't they're not they're as tight. It's just that friendly. It, you you just your pool of people it just shrinks so much, right? Because you you're not able to you're not going to be able to allow you know uh, a 35 year old or a 30 year old in with two kids to because that's the majority of people that are looking for homes right you mm-hmm. know the first time buyers and things of that sort where you really want to kind of market to a little bit because manufacturing mobile homes we just talked about the price point those are great for first time buyers right well you can't market a 55 and over you know to to those folks in a 55 and over community because they age restriction now there are certain you know uh uh, rules that can be bent a little bit, but you know, generally you, you have a 55 year old and a maybe a 40 year old that's their spouse. Well, yeah, they can live there, you know, or you maybe you have a, a kid that's kind of special needs that you know what I mean. You have to take care of. Yeah, they can live there, but you have to be able to prove all that, right? Mm. Um, but to me, I, I just I've always tried to stay. I I you got to account for your numbers at the end of the day. Yeah, right. You yeah, know what I mean that that's just kind of how it is. Um, but I've, like I said, I just had, I had some not so great experiences with 55 and over parks. That's why I stay away from it. Well, it sounds like a specialty niche, right? It, like more so of a specialty, just a little, a little niche in the business. And it sounds like you have to have a little bit more patience or Absolutely. a lot more leads in your pipeline. Right. So obviously it's, it's, I don't think I'd connect with waiting that long. You know, yeah, because I mean, I think the one that I, the one, the yeah, one of the ones that I had a bad experience with, it took us almost a year to sell. Wow, yeah, and so I didn't account for that time frame. Yeah, right? and so that's why I was like, all right, here, <laughs> fifty-five and over is yeah, yeah, you better want this deal. <laughs> <laughs> wow, but that happens. The one yeah. that I'm, I'm closing right now, it has been almost a year. Really? First, wow. I had problem with the with the title, so you had to wait for three months, and then uh, you had to wait for the next well, the, the the buyer to be approved, and it fell off. And now you are close to close again, and hopefully it's going to sell. But I'm still going to make money. That is the good part of yeah. the story. Nice. Yeah, I mean, that's the good part good of it. Life. That's cool. That's cool. So, so you can't rent them. Uh, the rental, where at least where I'm working at, on the park that I'm working at, the minimum is three months. So you cannot rent that door B&B or stuff like that. You need to rent a minimum three months or um, or nothing or just leave it open. So not, not a short-term rental? No. no you, have to, yeah. 
And like a lot of a lot of parks, though the majority of the parks that I've dealt with don't allow renters at all. They they have to be owner occupied. Now there's ways to get around some of those things. Yeah. Right? If but it's wow. 55, they still need to be approved by the park if they want to rent. It's not like yeah, you just rent. So, so does it have to be owned by 55 and over or occupied? It has to be by 55 owned. and over. The way that I trespassed that was my partner. Mm-hmm. I mean. Thank God he's old enough. <laughs> well, that is what you do in the job, right? Right, right. Yeah, you always have someone that you can count on. Right, right. leverage. Leverage. Leverage, leverage, leverage his age. Years. <laughs> years of experience. So let me ask you, Daniela, um, on the one that you've been holding, um, do you have like park fees associated yeah. or like is it just... Like yeah, what costs the, are there? In the case, it's a Indian lands, Indian land uh, lease. It's called the lease. It's not the park. That's why I was just like, no, it's not. But um, and the lease is about twelve hundred fifty a month. Mm. So I, that is going to be on my holding cost wow. for the whole year. It's yeah. a lot. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So so <laughs> the property being vacant because it's it it has to the product is done right. Oh yeah, yeah, it's done. Yes. And then, do they have like, uh, because it's vacant? Is there any restrictions, like enforcement restrictions, where the property is vacant that they cite you for it, or is there maintenance that you have to There's do on it just to keep yes, it up with the community? You need to keep it up with the garden. You need to keep it up with uh, uh, the cleaning the outside all the time. There's trees. There's palm mm. trees. There's humongous. I mean, it's a uh, that. On the case, the park they care it's fifty bucks, but anyways, it's there is maintenance. I mean, make sure, <clears throat> sorry guys, make sure of course, uh, um, electrical water because it's there's plants there, so everything that goes, wow, it's a holding cost. So wow. electrical, I mean, it the, the house is closed, but it's is in the mid of the desert right now. You have a hundred seven, so I don't want anything inside to be melting. So the AC is still going every day. Wow. So. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. You go party there at all? Oh, I mean, you, you know what? The park is actually fun. It's a golf course, actually. And it is actually fun. So you can go park. I, I still go there. I am a, a resident because I'm younger than 55. I'm a resident there. That's how I manage the property. I go in and out, so... I put oh, yeah. my name on the list. That's oh. how. <laughs> there you go. Wow. Uh, yeah, that, you should be throwing parties like poker games or something. You know? Or every they, weekend or something, you know? Yeah, they have on the clubhouse. But, I mean, they it's fake money, dude. <laughs> oh, you got to do the real money. <laughs> Not Monopoly money. <laughs> yeah, Monopoly. I think doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's fun. It, 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 it's still a great experience. I have nothing to complain about it. Yeah. And from there, what's the funniest thing come mobile home? I mean, I have been keeping Steve on his toes because I'm trying to pull another property to to send to a land. So there is more opportunity. It's of not course. just, you know, the parks, the 100%. parks, the parks. It, there is always a opportunity, different opportunity I'm just waiting for. And right now, because I understand a little better. 
and, and she's about waiting for Steve. She's waiting for Steve to come, come on, through. Come on, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> no, we we had a we had a couple of deals where or we started working. Or Wicho, come on, Wicho. <laughs> we had we had two right over the last <laughs> month or so that just kind of fell apart on me. I was like, ah, man. Yeah, oh, he keeps yeah. making me excited, and then he's just like, nah. <laughs> well, you know what? That was bad because that that last one was a wholesale deal that I was working on, and um, you know, I I called back. Hey, you know, we're gonna get them out there. We'll take a look at it now. I sold it. I was like, wait, what? It's like, well, yeah, well, you know what? You were taking too long to, you know, get a move. Yeah. And I was like, shit, you know what? You're right. That's on me. You know, I'll, I'll take responsibility. Even though my, 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 uh, wholesale was out of town and all, but I didn't put it under contract. So that's my fault. Got it. Totally right. Yeah. I told yeah. her after, I was like, I'm sorry, that one's on me. I can doc up, sign you know. documents now. You know that? <laughs> I know. But then again, you know, it's, it's, uh, Somebody, if somebody kind of pulled it out under you because you didn't have a signed contract, man, some people burn bridges. Yeah, well, that's kind of what I said too, though, because this was somebody I knew I've I've worked with in the past in the business, and you know, I was like, you couldn't you couldn't have called me, you said anything, yeah, you got somebody else, you know, yeah, yeah. Oh man, you got. I was like, all right, dude, you know what? Wait, wait till you wait till you need something else from me. <laughs> right, no, I mean, and that's exactly what happens in this business. Uh, and it's not that you hold grudges against anybody that hold you know that does you wrong in the business. It's just that they're not the most feasible part or resource for your next deal. Yeah, it doesn't make sense anymore. You know, it's like who lost at the end. You know. Yep. So whoever does you wrong, that's that's why relationships nurturing your relationships is so important, and and, and nurturing means caring for them. Right, not not just what do you got for me to take? Yeah, you know, and that 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 just really left a bad taste in my mouth. You know what I mean? Just bad, like it, it, a phone call. You know, that's all it would have took. Yeah, give me a call, dude. I was like, would your your phone break? You know, <laughs> <laughs> step further, even a courtesy call. You know what, Steve? I I'm I'm gonna work on this. It doesn't work out for both of us, but let's grab a beer Something. at the end. So, yeah, right. Just to communication in it yeah i was yeah I yeah. Was kind of pissed about yeah yeah that, so. but b- back to you danny with with your deal one year one year paying uh for for the for the space for the ac for the water for the power for the plants for the maintenance all that and you're still gonna make money on that sucker about forty thousand. wow 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 so i mean again accessibility and and, yeah. and you know possibilities they're yes. endless. Just you know, be on the field, and I up from the same park working on that one. I got another two, three leads that I keep nurturing them. Mm-hmm. It's not on contract or anything, but I keep in contact. You're showing up. Was then you know, yeah. and um, you see. I mean, I'm not. I'm not in a rush. Yeah, I'm not, of course not. You know, no. I'm not crazy to jump in something that's going to be wrong for me. So right. when its time is right. You know, something good is going to appear. Right. Or well. maybe Steve is going to finally do something. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, so cool, working right? with new partners now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, I heard the other day, uh, I think, I don't know if it, if it was you that shared, Steve, how, how much manufactured homes have gone up. Three, four, five hundred thousand dollars. Oh yeah, homes. 
crazy. In fact, on the retail side, I'm selling one right now. I have I have a listing also, right? Um, for 360k. Wow, it's a beautiful home. Yeah. You know? But for 360k, I'm, I'm you know we have that listed for. Uh, but it's kind of a unicorn, right? It has a yard, it has a garage attached to it. You know what I mean? Really, really nice home. Wow. But yeah, they. I mean, they've gone up quite a bit. Yeah. You know, where people used to always say, oh, you, they, they, you know, they lose money when you buy them. No, I, at least as, since I've been in this business, I haven't come across any of those, any of those units that have um, lost value, you know? Mm. So, at least not in California. Right. <laughs> wow. But. So, is that like in a park or is it like. On, it's in a park, um, actually. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's in a park. It's. uh you know, if you want the details on it, I can show you. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you mentioned it has a garage attached. Yeah, it it's actually kind of cool. So, and I know you've talked before, you've kind of, you know, mentioned that you can either do in park or on land. So mm-hmm. I'm just curious, like, was that like a individual lot or was it in a park? No, it's in a park. It's, it's actually in a park. Um, they, those owners, they bought the house, I don't know, about three years ago, brand new, right? They had it put in the park. And now they just don't want to live there anymore. And so um, it wasn't uh, anywhere near, uh, you know, what they're looking for, right, from the perspective of a real estate investment deal for me. So, you know, one of the things that I, I strategized in this business was, hey, you know what, I'm going to get my license as well. Because I did, I would come across certain deals where um, we couldn't make a deal because numbers just didn't make sense. But you, because they were wanting to sell, mm-hmm. needing to, right? Mm-hmm. And so... I decided, hey, you know what? I'm, let me look into getting my license for this because I'm coming across a lot of people that want to sell at that time, and it just made sense. So now I can approach it from both ends, right? If 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 um, we can't make a deal through an investment deal for me, then hey, you know what? Let me try to sell it for you then. Of course, and then we could get you know we could get a listing out of it at least. Of course, so, nice. Yeah, we we approach it from every angle. Yeah, and and the cool thing about it is having my real estate investment hat on allows me to get a little creative with some of those deals as well, but particularly when um, there's some financial trouble, you know, with, with the seller, mm-hmm. uh, but they have to have X amount of dollars and it doesn't make sense for a deal. Okay, let's list it and then let's go this strategy, right? And let's kind of go work the park this way. Um, you don't have money to make these repairs, then let's try, you know, X, Y, and Z. And it yeah. it works out because what I've learned as a real estate investor. So I bring it to success in both areas. Right on. Yeah, it's it's uh, you know it's it's really interesting when when you talk or like when I talk to someone that's just an agent, and then someone that's just an investor, and then someone that's that's an agent and an investor, you know, because agents hardly ever cite investors and investors hardly ever cite agents, mm-hmm. but when you get the best of both worlds that you're shooting the dart towards an investment and it doesn't work out, you don't work out, you, you don't walk out away empty handed. Exactly. Right. You're still generating, your business is still operating. Yep. Right. The, those multiple streams of income to, to get that, that, uh, that financial wealth that everybody's looking for. Right. So you don't go out dry just because you cannot list it. Now you can, which is where your wife works with. Yep. Right. That's, yep. that's the business you and your wife run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so. absolutely right. Yeah. She does some of the uh, she does a lot of appointment setting for me on the investment side as well. Mm-hmm. 
but she she mainly runs the the retail side of the business for the most part, which is great because that's a lot of admin work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let her have it. I'll let her have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. So, so what's what's the plan moving forward? I mean, uh, uh, you you ever think of uh, maybe uh, getting some, buying some land, and putting some properties on the ground or you know i i i thought about that i i looked at some of the stuff out and um i was looking at uh came across a couple of deals with some land in uh was it 29 palms right which would have been a good opportunity but the the units that i've come across as of late um are a little bit too old to actually be allowed to be dropped on on that land oh got it um they're looking for things what was it like 20 years or newer or yeah, usually. Well, that was loud. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> usually, for the the counties, the the place that I look, um, they are asking for twenty years. E- twenty years. That that's the older. The older they they allow uh, them to be. Yes, not older than that. I went to a couple of uh, went to like Mecca, Desert Hot Springs, um, twenty nine. What else did I go? I don't remember. Um. <laughs> Does that seem to be? Because I remember when I got into the business, or when I started, when I tapped into the business a little bit, I remember there was a threshold of uh, seventy-two, nineteen seventy-two, or nineteen seventy-six. Seventy-six. Yeah, I forget what what it was, either, but it, it was in the seventies. So yeah, seventy-six. Um, for the county, specifically in the county of Riverside, they will not permit or allow you to. Uh, set up a manufactured home if it was older than 1976. The reason for that was because there was a shift in how they made the mobile homes. They actually got, the naming got changed over to being called manufactured homes after 1976. Got it. Because there was a new set of rules that they had to abide by now for you know the different regulations and rules and how they built the homes and kind of having a uh, the template you know, and the standards that they had to abide by after 1976, so it, was, it, it was a little different. It was just lingo, or did they actually start getting built differently? They actually started getting built a little differently. Really? Yeah. And and had to, had to be built to a certain standard, right? Wind, wind rules, um, different uh, pressure points and things of that right. sort. Yeah, it, it really changed the game. Yeah. Yeah. So sure. maybe not necessarily built like a stick built, like like a single family home, like, but closer to it, right? Structurally yeah. closer to it. You know, I I tell people a lot of times though, manufactured homes are actually built better than stick built homes. Really? Because there's there's uh, like it's particularly in certain states, right, where they have to have wind, uh, they have to be tested for mm-hmm. certain wind speeds and things of that sort. Um, did you know? Building a manufactured home, you have to be able to uh, withstand 300 pounds. What is it? 300 pounds per square inch on the within the subfloor of the home, versus I believe is with the stick home, it's like 300 pounds per square foot. Mm. So you have to have you it has to be well built to be able to withstand that that weight. Yeah, right? well, and it makes sense because it's suspended. Exactly. Right. So it's a suspended structure. It's gonna. Uh, they have to account for all the weight you're going to put in there for the furniture, all the people that are going to live in there, the constant traffic in and out, you know, uh, uh, you know, spills and 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 moisture from underneath, from inside, like all these different factors. But right? don't forget, there's there's some homes also that are new that are suspended as well, right off foundation, but they don't have to abide by that same regulation, right? 
some of the older homes in, in, in different cities, LA, Riverside, they have, you know, they have the stairs they have to go up to. They don't, they're not tied to a foundation. They're actually on those little the stills. stills. Yeah. yeah. And they still don't have to abide by that, that regulation. Right. Right. So, yeah, that's why I say they're they're built a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I know. Like when you said a lot better, I I I always overbuild, you know, just yeah. just to be in peace with myself, I guess. Um, for example, we just did a foundation for a new home the other day, and uh, it called for uh, a certain size of rebar, which is a number three at twenty four inches. And I did number four at 12 inches. So not only did I double the distance between the, the pieces, but the the, uh, the diameter of the steel. And then it called for six-inch foundation, and I went 10-inch. Wow. You know, so I said, screw it. It's mine anyways, so might as well build it. That you like, know it's not everybody that's like you, right? If they can do cheaper job, they're, yeah, well, <laughs> they're, they're going to save on their end. Yeah, yeah, but but um, no, it's interesting. Like that's that's always uh, been like every time I look at one that's suspended, man. Like they get these guys that install these things get really creative. If if for instance, if if the uh, land is slightly sloped, yeah. They they got to get really creative underneath with the stilts and different type of stilts and and and, and get it dead on level right yeah so it, it, it's a process man it is it is it's I mean they they process. sit on where well, they're piers actually right yeah the piers. they sit on piers and so yeah they got to get pretty creative with just making sure or even just leveling the dug on thing you know yeah because every now and again right the weight you know kind of sinks a little bit the, right. the the unit maybe on one side or not the other settling yeah exactly and so they'll have to lift it and repack the dirt and say, I mean, it's, it's pretty interesting to see all, all that, all that work being done. You know, it is a dirt job. <laughs> it is. It definitely is. Yeah. That's why, that's why I kind of stood away from it now, you know, because yeah. early on my, in my uh, business, I would, uh, I, I don't want to say work with that type of stuff, but I would keep that, you know, a lot of those guys kind of busy, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's just, yeah, it's just a lot. After I, I started getting really busy with the business, it was just too much to, it, it wasn't, um, how can I put it? It wasn't my forte. Got it. How's that? Yeah, of course. 100%, man. Not the piece of cup. But yeah. you know what? But it was great experience, right? I mean, I learned a lot about manufacturing homes, you know, with, with the different peers and things, you know, the peers and the leveling and uh, how they put them together, what, what, what the cost is associated with that, uh, what permitting, you know, how that works. Um Believe it or not, it was kind of funny because it was one deal that we started to work on where the park was old. And they if the if the unit wasn't a 30-amp home, you couldn't put it in there because they didn't have uh, electricity that can, that can power it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> what do you do with 30 amps? Hope a uh, breaker doesn't pop or cause a fire. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I mean, you can't, you know, you can barely put a microwave on in there, you know what I mean, on the air conditioner, you know? Right. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. And so um, we were actually in the process of getting, uh, you know, filling that park with with an, another home, and they're like, oh, wait, is it 30 amps or more? And it's like, well, yeah, it's a 50 amp. Oh, that's not going to work. I'm like, what? <laughs> so their, their, their parameters were, I mean, their, their restrictions were, were, Right there, it was yeah. dead on thirty amp. And the issue was, it was it was a older 
older park, they had not received any of the upgrades from Edison as of yet. Yeah. Um, having them do it, I think they were saying if they started to do it on their own, it was going to be a couple of mil, and they're like, we're not ready to yeah. invest that much. Yeah, because you know, yeah, no I... return, not a lot of return on that for them. Right, that sucks. Yeah. Right? I mean, like, I, uh, so I'm, I'm in my mind. I, I'm just kind of seeing a tenant. His AC is gonna be a pair of shorts and sandals, right? <laughs> Bag of ice, you yeah. know. And then uh, his uh, his heating system is gonna be a a really good quilt, big big, right? big blanket, <laughs> no electrical blanket. Wow! Yeah, exactly. Well, you can't do an electrical blanket because you only got thirty. You gotta pop the pop the breaker. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Oh my god, it is crazy. So, so people that are looking to get into the uh, um, in the business of manufactured homes, what what can you tell them? I mean, what's what's uh, just a tip? You know, I I go back to what we say about you know real estate investing in general. It's simple but not easy, right? Yeah, I think it, the processes are the same either from from a, a investor perspective or even from the retail perspective. You got to find leads. Yeah, you know, no leads. leads, no no business. One hundred percent. But what I would say is just you know have an understanding of you know if you do find something in a particular park, just understand what their your what their rules are, what the regulations are, because some parks won't allow you to flip either in their park. So yeah, you got to make sure that you know before you you get yourself uh, signed up for a deal and. You're, you know, too far in. You got to make sure that you understand what the park requirements are before you can, you know, before you jump in. Yeah, kidding, kidding. Danny, what, what, um, what can you tell powerful women like yourself that are looking to get into the business? Just do it. I mean, this is what I always say. Just do it. Look for the like Steve say. Parks has a lot of regulation restrictions. Um. Make sure you're you're going to know out then if you have a piece of land and might be something that you're going to to look for. I don't know. Get a get a mobile home and put there manufacturer home. Go get a rental. You know, passive right. income. Yeah, everything's possible. Just open up your mind. Be with a freaking open mind and look for something to bring you passive income. That's what I look every time. You know, every day. And one yeah. more. One more sor- source of income. Right, Just right. Keep doing do once, do twice, and do it again. And keep <laughs> on doing it. <laughs> you know, I was just thinking for me, it's like I've been a builder for 30 years, right? I've been building for 30 years. Um, I love construction. I love creating. I, I love putting things together. You know, it's really interesting in the businesses. People, want they, they get hyped up about the demos. When when they get a property, they want to demo it because it's stress relieving, <laughs> and then I, putting it back together is like, oh, what do we do now? You know. So, <laughs> but I think the one thing that made me fall out of love out of this business, which it doesn't mean it's a bad business, it's just not a business for me, right? It didn't fit my investor ID. Was I freaking hate? I hate to the core of my bone. California bureaucrats when it comes to uh, building department and and all the stupid permitting and the red tape that all these idiots behind the desk and you better <laughs> listen to me because I hate you guys. <laughs> all this crap. Like I go I go to different cities and I tell them, can you put me on your shit list? Because I don't want to build for your stupid city ever again. You know, and th- that is something I hate 
And then when I came across working with manufactured homes and then the 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 teardown, the cleanup, the liability insurance, the transportation insurance, the setup, and all this different, I'm like, oh, my God, more of that red tape. <laughs> Screw it. Not for me. So I offloaded what I had. But but like Danny says, still making money doing it. Yep. You know? But it, it was it was interesting. I think I just had to bend about stupid building departments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Sarah. No, well, I just want to um, say thank you guys for sharing, um, you know, your your experiences and your thoughts, and uh, you know, bringing some insight to those that want to get into the manufactured home niche. Like Steve said, you know, it's it's not the biggest pool out there, but. It does exist, and it is profitable if you work your numbers right. That's it. That's it. Well, yeah, the beauty of it is not everybody's doing it. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. I mean, there's people doing it, but not as you don't see it um, put out as much as you see flip this house, flip that house, flip Main Street, flip, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, which is good for your market. Yeah, although I've, I've, I've been seeing a lot more signs bandit signs popping up in your mind yeah you know? um i was gonna wait for this guy to because he put a sign over my sign kind of pissed me off man i was gonna wait for him. Uh, that's good <laughs> yeah but yeah the, i mean it's a good business right and, yeah and and you know as, as we were saying earlier you know the uh the accessibility to them you know mm-hmm. from the price per mm-hmm. perspective is is great yeah it just makes sense right on right on cool man so it was a it was an awesome conversation i had fun i feel lighter now that i kind of put the building departments on (laughs) blast blast blast. (laughs) they suck but um i I will say this though you know if if, uh anybody listening to this is interested in learning more about mobile homes come look us up uh become an investor uh you could get us on our facebook page or instagram or become an investor.com and uh you know just look us up and you know if you want to learn more about manufactured mobile homes and how to get started in the business we can help yeah, yeah. I was just gonna jump into that. I was just gonna say, you know, we have we are planning for a workshop or study group on manufactured homes, right? So yes, any sir. of the locals here in Riverside, uh, or even thereof on Zoom, uh, we'll keep you posted and uh, make sure to follow us. And and you know, if you like and want to learn about manufactured homes, we got the people here. That's You're here it. to help. The community's open. That's it. Let's do it. <laughs> All right on. All right, guys. Nice talking to you. Thanks. Thanks.